Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. I am having, I guess what you would call an emotional episode this morning. It's weird because I'm not much of a crier. Anybody who knows me knows that, and I've spoken to my therapist about it, so no need to worry. I'm I'm, I'm not (laughs) a robot or uh, or inhumane in any way I it's just just not my go-to emotional response and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm pretty pragmatic and and practical and 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 practicality kind of guides how I process things whether it be love or loss or grief or pretty much any emotion I always look at it from a practical standpoint which is uh I guess could be a good and or bad thing depending on what the particular situation is kind of like love but I digress I I want to talk today about being kind to ourselves um as the saying goes we are our own worst critics own worst critics um we're hard on ourselves we 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 don't often look at the things that we've accomplished or the things that we're doing with 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 much excitement <laughs> um i think we we are oftentimes comparing and contrasting ourselves to other people whether it be our our family or our friends um, or our white contemporaries and 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 trying to figure out where we fit and how we fit and if and why we don't measure up. And in that space, we forget to just celebrate ourselves. We forget to tell ourselves we're great. We forget that despite each and every odd that is oftentimes stacked up against us just because we're black, um, that we're still doing all right. And I, I think that it's important from time to time to extend to ourselves the same level of grace we extend to others uh, when they need it. And sometimes we need it. You know, the pandemic has allowed us an opportunity to, to spend a lot of time with self. And I have discovered through conversations and uh, an observation that not everybody's in love with who they are, <laughs> and I think that's when that 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 the idea or the concept of extending a little more grace and being a little more kind to ourselves is important. You know, I have really been trying to retrain myself to 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 not say I'm poor <laughs> when I look at other situations. I had a tennis match tonight, and I was it was in Brookhaven in Atlanta. If anybody's familiar, Brookhaven is. Uh, pretty much a buckhead adjacent (laughs) and as a result of that it's experienced uh, some upgrades and some some gentrification and 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 things are changing in that particular area because Brookhaven at one point was just Atlanta it wasn't it wasn't its own city and part of it becoming its own city things have just changed Um, really nice area but I was driving around and I was just like you know I am 
I, I'm reminded that I'm poor and I don't like it. And I, and I, and I have to do better about that, you know? And a friend reminded me like, hey, you know, you have a lovely home, a lovely three-story home with four bedrooms and three and a half baths and a garage and uh, beautiful uh, tiled backsplashes and quartz countertops and you're not poor. (laughs) And if you ever need a reminder that you're not poor, just go outside and look up and, and you'll see that you're not poor. And she's right. She's absolutely right. But there's something about wanting to be more you know my opponent tonight is a doctor and I was like why did I not go to medical school I mean I know the answer to that question but in that moment I'm like why did I not go to medical school or even more practical than that why did I not go to to law school because I at one point I really wanted to be a lawyer and I actually think that I would be a, a decent lawyer but um all of these things just flood my head and and it, it brings me back to that space of Why are you being so unkind? Why are you being so unkind to yourself? You know, you've achieved great things and you've you've actually been able to do those things without a a lot of trauma and drama. And, And that's something to be grateful for. And so I just, you know, every once in a while when I have a revelation, I'm reminded uh, as as to why I started to do this podcast. You know, in in the back of your head, you're you're always thinking big and you're always like, well, what if this blew up and and what if this led to something phenomenal? What if I was my own, you know, what if I had my own show? What if whether it be radio or television, what if I was able to sit across the table from somebody like Viola Davis or Angela Bassett or uh Eddie Murphy or Will Smith or Denzel Washington and have a conversation about life and their careers and 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 how they stay grounded and how they stay focused and how they stay family oriented. Like what what if I had that opportunity in the back of my head? I think I've always thought about that. But at the core, I knew that I had an opportunity to help people. I knew I had an opportunity to illuminate or say something uh, or present something to someone who needed it. And that really is more important than anything else to be in that space where I can help people because at the core, I believe that that is very much so a part of what it is I'm supposed to be doing with this life, helping people, you know? And part of that is I had this revelation today and I've been thinking about it. And I think that's obviously what's put me in this emotional space is that too often I'm unkind to myself. And I believe that other people experience something very similar. Um, When I first started therapy and I was just having this conversation with a friend because I was encouraging, I was encouraging them to to seek a therapist. And we've had this conversation before, but you know, when when I feel convicted about a particular thing, when it, when I, you know, when I'm when I feel like the words that I'm saying are not even my words, like it's like it's almost like an out of body experience. <laughs> um I I I just can't let it loose, you know, and I thought it was important and and I basically explained to him that 
when I started therapy, I was 25 years old. So that means at this point, it would, it, I'm, I'm going on 11 years in therapy. Yeah, because I'll be 36 this year. And I started either right around my 25th birthday or right after my 25th birthday. And my purpose, or at least what I thought my purpose was, my reasoning for going, we won't say purpose, but my reasoning for starting therapy was I'm 25 years old and I have five years to get my shit together. Um, by the time I'm 30, I am supposed to have finished graduate school, which I did not do. I am supposed to be in my dream job or at least in the field in 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 a field of my choosing which would have been in alignment with my graduate level degree which I was not I am supposed to be in a long-term relationship which I was not I am supposed to be on the pathway to starting a family because I knew I want children which I was not and I was supposed to have purchased a house which I had not <laughs> Um, and I'm just saying, these are all of the things that I, at 25, thought I should have accomplished by 30. And because I I didn't see myself being on track to, uh, to, to accomplish any of these things. And let me be clear with you, I didn't accomplish any of those things by 30. <laughs> Not a single one. Um, and as a matter of fact, at, at 35, almost 36, there are still a couple of things on that list that I have not accomplished and and probably won't accomplish in the next couple of years. But the point is, I went in and that was my focus. That was my thought process. And her reaction was, who who gave you the impression that these things are, are things that you should accomplish by any age? What makes 30 that magical number? And I didn't have an answer for that. And I I couldn't tell her who said it or why they said it or why I had even come to the conclusion that I should be at this particular place by this particular time. But I, in that space, I had negated all of the other things that I had done positively. All of the other things that I I had been to people all of the other experiences that I had that were that were good experiences, I had totally thrown all of that out because I hadn't accomplished this bucket list, not of my own design, really, <laughs> uh, of things. And every once in a while, I find myself in a similar situation, like today. Like, why am I poor? Why do I not live in Brookhaven? Why did I not go to medical school? Why did I not go to law school? Knowing full well, I know the answers to all of these questions. Well, maybe not why I'm not rich and why I don't live in Buckhead but or Brookhaven, but definitely I know why I didn't go to medical school and why I didn't go to law school. But um, you just find yourself in this space where you're questioning all of these things. And because um, you have these wild expectations, you're looking at other people like, well, well, this person has this and, and this person has that. And when you focus so much attention, excuse me, when you focus so much attention on that, it takes away the good parts about life. It it doesn't allow me to to bask in the glory that I'm a homeowner. And it was something that I was able to to do and accomplish on my own, you know? Did I get a little help from family members? Yeah, I did. But the majority of 
of uh, of this accomplishment, I can revel in the fact knowing that it's my doing. The hard work and dedication to having good credit, the hard work and dedication to paying off bills, even in situations where things are tight and strained and things are like that sometimes. Things have been like that sometimes, but I'm still here. It's still mine. These 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 floors, these walls belong to me. And that is definitely something worth being grateful for. The fact that I have peace of mind, uh, the fact that I'm in good health are all things that are 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 worthy of 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 me not just of me being grateful for but of of me just showing myself a little bit a little bit more kindness and grace because I can experience those things you know um and so I just wanted to remind those that are listening that it's okay it's okay to want better and to want more um it's okay to even question your path and your trajectory it's not okay to be unkind to yourself. It's not okay to not show yourself grace if you are not at a particular place by the time you thought you were going to be there. Because it doesn't mean that you can't still get there. I mean, I can still be rich and still look, live in Brookhaven. I probably probably won't ever be a doctor or a lawyer. And I've accepted that. Um, <laughs> especially since I never want to set foot in the classroom again. And I certainly don't want to pay anybody $100,000 for a degree to only make $80,000. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I am, um, even with my podcast, you know, when, when I, when I started four years ago, wow, it's crazy. Um, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and I could do it consistently because that that Virgo perfectionism sometimes sometimes puts you in a situation where you're focusing so much on being perfect that you're not getting anything done, like not a goddamn thing. Um, And I I wanted this to be different. And so I I was very hard on myself about being consistent, about posting every day. And then I found myself in situations where sometimes I, I don't have anything to say or I, I can't seem to get it out. You know, the, the, the subjects and verbs don't agree. I'm, I'm fumbling over words and it's important to me to, to, to publish something, to post something that is significant and is impactful. And if, if none of those things are constant, then what's the point? Um, but I was, I, I beat myself up and then I beat myself up about those times where I'm not consistent and, and I'm oftentimes apologizing like, oh, don't be hard on me. Still love me because I didn't post, uh, every, every day this week. Um, you know, even when I look at like last, last season, I'm like, I was apologizing for not posting consistently every week, every Tuesday and I had a season that still had well over 20 episodes. So it was like, well, what, what are you apologizing for? Like you still had a content enriched season, even though you weren't here every day, you know, but then there's that fear. Well, 
you know, the times where I'm not consistent, will people still love me? Will people still follow me? Will people still listen to me? Um, and that concerns me. And so, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten to a place where I do show myself a little bit more grace with this and say, hey, this is a labor of love. I do it because I love it. And if I don't have anything to say or if I can't seem to get it together, then it's best that I don't post as opposed to getting on there and rambling about a about something that doesn't make any sense, right? Um, you know, it's just tough sometimes. Life is hard. Life can be so hard. Um, just being met with so many different obstacles and so many different hurdles and wondering why you are not in a particular place. And And when you focus so heavily on that, it's very easy to step away from kindness. Uh, Very easy to step away from kindness and very easy to step into harsh criticism of self and, uh, and a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure that really doesn't help you move any move forward anyway. Uh, so I, I just wanted to spend some time talking about kindness to self. And I think it's a great segue because I want to talk about not just mental health, but physical health. So, you know, I, you know, I, I know a lot of black women and men who are not taking the, taking the best care of themselves and uh, society aside, violence aside, there are a lot of black folks that are not living their best and full lives because they aren't taking care of themselves inside and out. You know, I, there's no need to harp on medical, not medical, but on, on mental health because we know for a fact that, that black folks are, are not taking care of themselves 100% in that department. But when it comes to our, 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 our medical health, our medical history, knowing what's going on, when we're, when we're fully aware of the challenges that plague our families, uh, the, the high blood pressure, the, the hypertension, the heart disease, the diabetes, um, when we know, when we know how that's affected our our grandparents and our parents and our aunts and our uncles and our cousins. And we still are not choosing to be better about our choices. That's a form of not being kind to ourselves. Um, I go to doctor pretty regularly and I've been doing such for the last 13 years. Cause when I started working at my current company and I had insurance and I was very diligent about selecting uh, a, a plan and and making sure I, you know, you know, used every bit of it, you know, um, and I've even gotten better and wiser and smarter about selecting plans and, and and really understanding my benefits. And I have helped friends over the years, uh, kind of come to a consensus about which direction they should go in terms of their care, depending on what it is they want to accomplish within a calendar year. And so I've reviewed countless. Um, you know, in, in medical medical insurance plans to say, okay, 
I think this might be best for what it is you're trying to accomplish or what it is you want to do. But I say all that to say, um, I, 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 every year I have a physical and every couple of months I'm at the doctor, uh, doing blood work because I am on prep and they want to make sure that my kidney and liver function is, uh, up to speed and I'm also getting my STI testing because it's important to me. It's responsible to me to make sure that I am uh, in, 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 in optimal health. And uh, I say that to say, you know, I pay very close attention to, to my, my chemistry workup. You know, they take blood, they take urine, they do chemistry tests and, you know, you, you get a whole list of of things and glucose and bilirubin and yeah you know act and ast and lst and mtt and all the other acronyms and you know even when there are things that i don't quite understand uh the way that my results are are, are given to me which i imagine is for everybody is it it shows you a range it you know from low to high and then it also i have explanations kind of plugged into you know for this particular thing, the numbers are slightly different and aggregated differently if you're African-American. But I look at all of those things and I and I pay attention to them. And uh, obviously, if there is anything that's high, it's in red or anything that's low, it's in red. So it, you get an indication of kind of what's going on. But I pay attention to the range and I want to make sure that w- where I am in terms of how I'm scoring, for lack of a better word, that the range is acceptable and I look at whether or not the range is on the high end or the low end of the acceptable range and I ask my provider questions like should I be concerned about this should I be worried about this like I will go in and say yeah I want you to go ahead and I need to know my blood type I want you to go ahead and run an A1C1 because I want to see where I am in terms of my numbers because I know that these things happen in my family and I also understand that the choices that one makes in their 20s and their 30s determines the quality of life that they live in their 50s and 60s and you know there 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 are so many things that we can't prevent but i refuse to be in a situation where there's something i could have prevented and i and i didn't because i wasn't paying attention to what was going on and that's a part of being kind to yourself and it's important it's important because you know i um I know I'm marked for greatness. I know that there's work to be done. I know that there are things that I'm supposed to be doing and and, and I'm supposed to be instrumental in, in changing the way that the world sees certain people. Black men, gay black men, Christian gay black men. I, I know that that's a part of the mission. And I can't do that if I'm not being kind to myself in in terms of how I'm treating myself. Um, I, I, I can't do that if I'm not being kind to myself in terms of my, my mental health and stability. I can't be kind. I can't, you know, if I'm not being kind to myself in terms of my physical health, um, all of those things are important. They work in tandem. And I, and I just want to be present, you know? I want to be here. I want to be cognizant of those things because it's important because it's not about me. It's bigger than me. I think that I realized a 
a very long time ago that my life really isn't my own. I accept that for me. I'm not saying that anybody else has to, but I accept that for me that my life is not my own. And that doesn't mean that I can't live my life out loud and bold and to uh into the best of my ability. It doesn't mean that I can't do the things that I want to do, but it does mean that there's a larger responsibility, a larger call on my life. And the only way that I can enact that call, the only way I can operate in that purpose is to be kind to myself, to take care of myself because I need to be here because other people need to hear me. They need to see me. They need to feel me. Um, and that's important. And it's funny because, you know, I, you know, some days I, I don't know what to say <laughs> on here. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to end. Um, I oftentimes worry about if I'm saying the right things, if I'm conveying them in a way that people understand. I often I often wonder if I'm just mumbling and bumbling around. And sometimes the, the episodes that I think are the worst in terms of how I've presented an idea or that I, I, I couldn't come up with one clear, concise thought and stick with it are the, are the episodes that seem to impact people the most. And it's a reminder that I am on the right track, that I'm doing the right thing, that I am, I am walking in purpose. If even if I'm not doing it at its fullest capacity, there's a part of me that is doing what's right, and uh, I'm grateful, and I'm emotional today, and so it, it just kind of works hand in hand. I um, who, I uh, I thank everybody who has taking the time and takes the time to to rate my podcast to uh, to share it with someone who needs to hear it I am thankful to everybody who has ever sent an encouraging word whether it is via text or um, they've reposted on their social media you know check this episode out it really helped me um I thank anybody who's ever asked and checked up on me, you know, who who has uh, taken on the role of accountability partner to say, hey, Phil, when is the last time you posted? What's going on with the podcast? Are you still here? Are you still present? What, you know, I appreciate it. Even if I don't always respond in kind in terms of ingratitude and appreciation, I really, really do. I really, really do. Um, We live in a world where people want to see you succeed and flourish as long as if your success and your growth doesn't uh, outpace theirs. Um, I I I I have tried and and I pray for this level of humility and this level of of um. of support to where 
I am in a place where regardless of what's going on in my life, and and I'm going to be honest with you, I have had some shitty days, some shitty months, some shitty years, wondering why it's just not clicking, why it's not working. But even in those moments when I had a friend or a family member or somebody that I, even an acquaintance, if they were doing something in their lives that was pushing them forward that was helping them that was helping their families i always wanted to be the person to celebrate that and i pray about that because it's important you know um and i i I take to heart the importance of do unto others as you would have them do unto you so i would want that same level of you got it you gonna get it you gonna make it this is great like, you know, I love you. I support you. I want that same thing for me. So I give that, I put that same thing out into the atmosphere. And I, I, I just, um, you know, in this world where they're, they're, the opposite of that happens so often where people are tearing people down, you need it. And so that's why I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping popping off with feel a thing and letting me know that despite how I might feel about what I'm doing and what I'm saying, despite looking at the demographics and the numbers and the the analytics, that's the word I'm looking for. Despite looking at the analytics that just aren't what they used to be, that I'm still on the right path and that something's going to shake from this, you know? Even if that something's shaking, it's just you doing better and you being kinder to yourself. I love y'all for real. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday and an even greater week as we go into this three-day weekend. Thank God. Um, Happy 4th of July to each and every one of you. Do something you like with somebody you like. I love y'all for real. Peace.